Hey, I'm Ruben from Dub. Welcome to Connection Loop, our actionable podcast about building businesses with daily human connections. Connection Loop features long form interviews with fascinating people in sales, marketing, and beyond. Enjoy today's episode and learn more about Dub at dub.com. What's up, guys? This is Ruben from Dub's podcast, Connection Loose, Connection Loop. I have Michael Ray from the Smile Project in Kentucky. Louis, you, I, want to, I want you to give your intro, actually. But what I want to say real quick, though, is that the last post that you did was just hilarious, okay? Get into this. You're always smiling. You're always happy. We need that hope. We need that happiness right now. Michael, what is going on? What's up, brother? Hey, good afternoon. Thanks for having me. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm all, I'm all about really trying to breathe um, love, positivity, and creating that that mindset through smiling. Um, you know, if you, I always say the secret ingredient is love. If you have that, everything that follows um, should be kind of secondary. So, uh, thanks for the uh, for the plug. Appreciate it. Yeah, man. So, what what is your mission? I mean, you have you have obviously a voice, and you are getting getting a story out there, getting a message out there. What are some of the great things that you're up to right now? Well, we're in the well. We were in the process. Um, it really, you know, it's, it's slow. When I say slow down a little bit, we were, you know, my mission and my movement was moving towards creating a nonprofit locally. So, um, you know, when I first started, it was really all about just trying to change attitudes and behaviors. About two years ago, with taking random pictures with strangers, and okay. then um, with the power of video, I started, you know taking um, smiling to the next level and influencing people through doing random acts of kindness and being able to see those emotions, um, you know, kind of play out in real time. So um, we're, we've kind of assembled a board. Um, that's where we're going and trying to, as in a lot of organizations figure out now, you know, when we have to socially distance for a period of time, um, my platform was really all about, you know, when you talk about being with strangers, it's about the the love and positivity and embracing strangers, you know, whether that was hugging, high five, you know, being in close proximity. You know, I think as human beings, we crave that. And obviously, that's kind of come to a screeching halt right now. So we're trying to find other creative ways to, again, carry that love and positivity in. And I tell people, you know, we smile um, and try to make others smile because life can be hard, can be really hard at times. And unfortunately, at times, the adversity and challenges that we go through, we don't know what someone's carrying, you know, in their heart as we interact with strangers in the community. So here recently, again, because of where we are as a <laughs> as an earth um, and having to socially distance, you know, instead of doing some of those things where I'm in the presence of a stranger. It's really now trying to find ways in which, um, you know, like the other day I went to a hospital and, you know, one of my signature moves is I've, I've got these balloons. They're yellow. They have smiley faces on them. So I, instead of taking four or five balloons to a stranger, I went and bought 35 balloons. We went by a hospital and we found out where the workers' cars were. And we decided to tie those balloons on the cars of, CNAs and nurses that are actually on the front lines doing work. So when they nice. left work, you know, look, man, it's hard. So when they leave work, they they would know people are thinking of them. And, and maybe just that bright moment would know that, hey, we as strangers, we care. 
Um, I went recently to a, a senior nursing facility. You know, of course, they're on absolute lockdown. And Ooh, I had these almost life-size post-it notes. Um, they were like two feet by two feet. And I just wrote loving, positive, inspirational messages on these things. And I literally went almost window to window in the facility. Again, didn't have to take a ton of time, didn't cost a whole lot, but yet just trying to to let strangers know that we love and care. You know, so again, just trying to find now creative ways um, to continue to um, inspire people. That's really what it's all about. You know, when you try to impact lives and inspire them to do things is that I've often considered when I when I posted something to whatever social media platform that anyone uses, is that really just to touch one heart? You know, it's the power of one, that one person can make an amazing difference in the life of another human being. So it's not about likes. It's not about really comments. It's really, can I inspire one person to create change? People are on edge right now. And I, and I want to I wanna bring that up for a, kind of a specific reason, because I love what you just said, and um, it's inspiring. And, and I think more people need to hear that and more people need to do that. Um, but what I do know is that people are in a survival mode right now. And, and I've noticed that in, in my own business, I've noticed that outside in the world, you know, how is it that we can just take a minute to breathe and to just think about the things that Michael Ray are saying right now? How, how can we think about that? What is, what is that thing that we can do so that we don't necessarily let that reptile within us, sometimes that, that beast within us, um, do what it wants to do, but as, as opposed to that, have, have our heart do something in the more maybe logical place of our brain? You know, it's so well said. I mean, you know, we find our side, you know, and of course here recently, we are all captivated by toilet paper leaving the shelves of, of our grocery stores. And then it trickled over into other simple items, whether it was ground beef or bread and, you know, you can't buy milk. I think, you know, a lot of it is not being consumed by fear and anxiety. Um, and though, those are emotions that really can consume human beings. And as I share with my children now that, you know, are anywhere from 13 to 23 years old, I mean, we are living in unprecedented times. We are living through right now history. History is being made. Um, and really trying to preach upon people, you know, again, it's about creating that mindset. You know, in, in, in what we filter through our minds is that, look, we can allow it. You know, it's just like negativity. We can allow it to consume ourselves. Um, negativity, depression, fear, and anxiety. And then you find yourselves, you know, with all the vices and things that we have in life that really take over versus if you want to be a culture of change and you want to create that positive mindset in love, wrap it around things that we can do for one another. Um, you know, somebody just the other day knocked on our front door and left, but they brought over cookies. You know, um, I found myself, you know, knowing neighbors had, um, you know, so many of us now have doorbells that have ring that light up. And, and I knocked on a neighbor's door that had that and I had my shirt on and all I was doing was blowing them kisses. You know, it wasn't <laughs> about hugging them out and things. But again, it's just it's just what we filter through our minds. If, if we allow it to consume ourselves, whether we're in a state of pandemic or not. And that's the thing that I try to preach upon people, you know, that for me, it wasn't. For me, my pandemic for a long period of time 
was handling the needs um, of, of, a, of a daughter that had a disability. You know, the loss of a son, the loss of a career, a failed marriage. You know, and then you find yourself just so consumed with depression that you go, I can't live anymore. You know, is there a way out for me? So it doesn't need to be a pandemic. Again, we are, we are all are battling so many things in our lives. It's how we choose to process those things. And if we actually want to create a culture of love and positivity, it doesn't need to take the coronavirus to create these things, um, you know, in our lives. You, you mentioned that you went through that, that personal pandemic and that, and that's real, man. The way that you articulated that was, was really heartfelt. I really appreciate that. You know, it, it is so true of what you're saying is that it shouldn't take a pandemic like what we're going through to actually <laughs> think about and to act upon the things that you're talking about. Um, you went through your personal journey multiple times, it sounds like. And, and, and how did that change you? What was, what was the change in perspective for you? What were you like beforehand? And then now, you know, what is that new state? Well, I think for, you know, for me, it was multiple things. And the one thing, you know, when you really start to dig deep and do kind of an introspect of, of where you are in life to create change, the one thing that I did finally realize is why did it take this long? Yeah. Why did it take this long to finally get to the point to where I really wanted to create healthy change? You know, for me, if you're a Christian, you know, for it was a moment in which I think I had an epiphany. I had a genesis and God kind of spoke to me. But some of the things that I think that were really evident and present in my life that I learned is that I really learned to understand what patience is all about. Um, my daughter, Maddie, who's nonverbal, taught me that. Um, I understood that for me, success wasn't defined by chasing the bigger house, the nicer car, making more money, the things in life. Um, success and the simplicity of really being able to find love, joy, and happiness were in the everyday moments of life that were always present. You know, you know, for me, and it, it really came back to a lot of those things was the relationship that I had um, with with my nonverbal daughter. I say nonverbal. She's 20. She's got Down syndrome. But for me and, you know, my journey, it was not being able to communicate with my daughter. But the things that I saw and how she had such insane, overwhelming love, joy and happiness in her life. Because for her, life was so simple. Mm. We have a tendency to complicate it. We complicate it because we bring our, our own stress and anxiety and fears and all of those things, you know, in our life. Rather than the loved ones we have in our life can bring such joy and happiness to us. That's profound, man. That's profound. So how have you how have you now changed your mission now with the environment? Um, you know, you had a essentially a, a, a physical uh, goal of some sort with your with your nonprofit. Now, how has that gone virtual? Um, you know, obviously, I mean, as as you know, again, I'm not alone in this. I mean, we we collectively as as Americans and around the globe are having to figure out how we interact, how we do things. Um, you know, thankfully, 
I'd already, you know, kind of created a platform and um, had the relationship, obviously, and how important my daughter was in my life. But, but again, that was just one segment of it. So as I stated earlier, I'm, I'm continuing to try to find out ways of how I can, can, you know, continue to inspire and impact people, not only in my own community, but throughout, um, you know, LinkedIn has opened so much that you would never imagine that I'm inspiring people. It literally at times, brother, I've cried over it where I've received private messages from people all over the world. And I'm like, how is just this one dude in Louisville, Kentucky, <laughs> you know, in some form or fashion, touching the heart of somebody that that's in Australia or somebody in Switzerland. But I mean, here's another idea. Again, it, it, it costs very little, but when you, you're, when you have the ability to step outside your comfort zone, you know, amazing things can happen. Um, I give all that credit to Gary V, you know, in some form or fashion, we, we have listened to him. He inspired me for years until I really made a conscious effort to do it. But recently I went and bought again, back to those smiley balloons. I bought 30 smiley balloons. I painted a giant ass poster. I went on a busy intersection last week and I literally stood out there and I said, "Will you know, honk for smiles, you know, stay positive. You're so loved. And what I didn't realize was holding a sign up, even though the thing weighed about as light as three feathers, <laughs> actually is hard on the arms. And after about 15 minutes, I turned to my girlfriend who was videoing me and said, I'm exhausted. <laughs> but, but again, the reaction of people as hundreds yeah. of cars, you know, again, it was a light traffic day, but you don't realize, you know, as you're sitting there watching cars flow by the number of cars that actually drove through the intersection and slowed down and hit the horn. I found myself after five minutes crying. I'm like, people get it, man. We, we want to be inspired, yeah. you know, to, to feel the love and positivity. And again, it shouldn't take some random dude going on a street corner to do it. But, but again, you know, as we try to find all these creative ways now, to continue to show people love and positivity through the use of smiling. Um, I found myself on a street corner with 30 balloons tied to, to my back belt loop, you know, hanging out there just to try to make strangers smile and, and to know too that they're loved, that we care about them, that, Hey, you can do this. We can make it through. Even if we're on the front end of something that may last, two, three months here, we can get through this. All right. We can do this. That's so true. I'm with you on that. You know, two years ago, up until three weeks ago, the, I think one of the most popular thing that we would hear on the internet, especially from some of the personalities was this idea of hustle porn, where it's about working hard and it's about doing social media and posting everywhere. And you know, that, that whole rhetoric has changed now, obviously. And I, I even think about six months ago, we started to notice that that climate was changing a little bit where people didn't necessarily want to hear that. They more wanted to be inspired and just given tools, you know, given platforms and given channels and, and ways in which they can express themselves and to feel confident and to provide value and, and to make people happy and smile. And I feel like, you know, in so many ways, you are a spokesperson for that. And that's precisely what we need right now. You know, I'm reminded of that movie, uh, Patch Adams. 
yeah. which I, I love that. Movie. Robin Williams, man. Yeah. Robin Williams. I love that movie. It was a great yeah. movie. And, you know, I feel like that's precisely what we, what we need right now. We need, uh, we don't need to be motivated to go and work and do, that's not what we need right now. We need a positive voice of hope and of love and to f- tap into that contentment, whatever it is, you know, whatever's going on with our personal lives and our businesses to be able to, uh, to smile and to, to get through this. Because if we sink down into that low place right now, it is going to be the worst thing for all of us, both individually and collectively. So I think, uh, you, you know, it is, and it, and, and it can be, it can be an abyss that can, yeah. that can swallow you up. Um, and, you know, again, I had touched on it earlier in the simplicity of life, you know, and keeping it real to you and anyone who's watching, you know, I'll rewind about 14, 15 years ago, man, I was making two, 300 grand a year. I lived in the big house was defined by so many different things, but yet can probably look back on that time now and I was profoundly unhappy, mm. unhappy. And then, you know, had to totally hit reset. Um, again, went through a lot of those failures, moved back home as, as a 43, 44 year old man, moved back in with mom and dad because I was broke. Mm. I was absolutely broke. But what I started to, to buy into is that I have so much to live for. I have so much life left. It wasn't a time right now to give up and then saw the beauty and, and not knowing now it's amazing now that when you can look, I tell people when you can look in through Facebook, people who have been active users for a long time now, I think I joined in 2008. The one beautiful thing that Facebook gives us now, when you post things, it reminds you through your memories, yeah. what you posted years ago and you start seeing those things And not even knowing, again, when I talk about the impact that my daughter had on me, not realizing and then now seeing things that I posted seven, eight, ten years ago and talking about the love that I saw in my daughter's smile that I really never knew until I actually, again, had that epiphany to where I went through a Wendy's drive-thru and it was an interaction with a stranger You know, for me, because I was on the doorstep of knowing after 20 years in the mortgage industry, I was losing my job and and I was on another low point of my life. But that interaction with a stranger for me, and we have all throughout the course of our days in normal life, when we're when we're rolling through Starbucks or we're going into the grocery store, we, 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 we interact with so many strangers and not knowing that that 45 second to a minute interaction with a stranger would be so inspiring and uplifting to me. And I said, my God, that was so energetic. We laughed, we smiled. And I'm like, there it is. My daughter has been present in my life for so many years, forming my heart and my love and showing me the way. And then now all of us a stranger. So what if we now just became more intentional? And we started taking it to strangers. And as I tell people, you know, look, if you want to recreate anything, it has to be intentional. If you want to lose 40 pounds, you got to go to the gym. It's hard at first, you know, but you have to be intentional to get there. But then once you are intentional and you're going four or five, six days a week and you're starting to lose weight and you're six months in and you feel great. Well, no, you've created new habits. So what was intentional to start for me 
has become so natural. It's free-flowing. I don't have to think about leaving my house now and walking around through that community without smiling because I love it. It's intoxicating. Yeah, it is. It is contagious, man. It is contagious. <laughs> you mentioned a, a Wendy's drive-thru. What, what happened in that experience? You know, it was um, it was one of those things, again, we all do it, you know, so for me, I had so much on my mind, it was late in the morning, and all I was really worried about literally was getting my chili and getting back to the office, and as I roll through, um, you know, find myself having an amazing interaction with an absolute complete stranger, to the point where I pulled my car over into a parking spot, um, I physically broke down emotionally. Um, I started crying and I literally said to myself going, God, what are you trying to tell me? Mm. What, what does this mean? And I had a moment in which, you know, I, I felt compelled enough to get out of the vehicle and I laugh about it now going, you know, look, it is somewhat creepy to get out of the car and walk back up to the drive through window, <laughs> <laughs> but because the person's like, you know, well, what's wrong? What do we do wrong? But and of there's, course, there's protocol her, for that. <laughs> that was her reaction. What did I do wrong? And I was like, actually, it's what you did right. Yeah. And I felt compelled enough to walk over to tell you, thank you. Thank you for being in the moment in just your personality shine. I needed that. So in that moment, I thanked her. Um, I asked because I didn't know what it would look like. I said, I feel compelled enough also. I want to take my picture with you. I want to know your name because this moment has enough meaning to me. And that's where, you know, approximately two years ago it started. It was the first picture, never knowing at that point that I wanted mm. to start taking random pictures with strangers. Right. And again, that's where it, um, you know, where it started was at a Wendy's drive through Incredible, man. You mentioned you mentioned reset, and I saw I saw a meme that just blew me away, man. I'll paint it for you. It was uh, it was Da Vinci, the, the the hand of God, Da Vinci's hand of God, and it was he's pointing towards planet Earth, and there's a little red button, and you don't know exactly what it is, and then there's the second one with the with a zoom in, and then of course it's the hand of God that's <laughs> clicking the reset button on right now, Earth. <laughs> right now. <laughs> And, and, and what I think you experienced in your car that day is what a lot of us are, whether we want to or not, that is precisely what's going on in our lives. Whether it has to do with how we are looking at love and life and family and appreciation and nature, you know, or we're looking at our careers and the uncertainty of, the act, so uncertainty right, of that and the market. And whether we want it or not, this is that reset that we are all going to go through. And it's our duty and our job for ourselves, for our friends, for our family, and for you, you, the universe to really figure out a way to come out in a, in a positive fashion. Because I do believe that there's a positive outlook on this from everyone's perspective, no matter what the situation is, even if it's the most devastating thing that you can experience. Because if we don't look at it like that, then we go into that abyss that you mentioned. And, that, and that's just not, it's just, it's just not a good place, you know? Now, and you know, I often say this, man, your perception is your reality. So yes. how we perceive and react to things doesn't always have to be true. But again, don't find yourself there, man. Don't find yourself there because it, it can take time, but it can swallow you up too and consume you. So love that, man. Love that. So where can people connect with you? 
Um, we want to know about your nonprofit. We want to know what you're up to. Social channels. Give so, us yeah. Your- so um, one of the positive things, too, is that um, I'm not done, but it's live. My website is probably 80, 90 percent complete. So a website is never done. A website is always 80 to 90 percent complete. From someone that's been from someone that's been building websites since 1994, I can tell you that with certainty. Yeah, I, I mean, look, two two key features which are not done is the ability for people to want to donate and the ability nice. for people to want to buy merchandise is not done. Okay. But the people to see the stories, to see the pictures, to see the videos. All of that is 100% functional. So if they went to smileprojectlouisville.com, all of that is on there. It's always continually updated as I post things to all the platforms. It's all uploaded in there so they can go there. Um, follow me on LinkedIn as Michael Ray. I'm on Facebook and Instagram as Smile Project Louisville. So it's truly just about love and positivity and inspiring people through smiling. Nice, man. That's what we need to hear. Michael Ray, appreciate you. God bless, brother.